Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Lots of great sound to get to from day one of Saints training camp. We had the quarterback, QB number one, talking to us after practice. Here's an abbreviated version of what Derek Carr had to say after practice. How was day one? It was good. Uh, good good start. Um, There's a... A new CBA is a short practice, <laughs> but um, no, it was a good start. Meetings were great last night. Uh, you know, everybody was out there, so that was fun. You know, OTAs and mini camp uh, didn't have the full you know arsenal of everybody, but having everybody out there today, seeing them in the huddle, uh, getting reps with them, throwing them the ball, calling plays, you know, with the O line and all that, felt good to to have that group, and hopefully we can just build on it, keep everybody healthy, and. You know, see what we can do. Derek, what are you looking to accomplish here early in camp? Because DA says you have a pretty good grasp of the offense. I just, I just want to compete now. You know, I feel, um, you know, I, I, it's not a new language now. You know, it, it's, it's, it's my language. It's our language. And so, um, to me, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, be that leader. You know, be that, you know, you know, quarterback position to, you know, show the guys that they can look to me when, it, when they're tired. They can look to me when, when it's hard, and they can, even if I screw it up, they can still look to me. You know, and uh, just, just, just build that camaraderie and that leadership within our team. Um, you know, to know that, you know, that that trust and respect is mutual with everybody, and, uh, and and compete. You know, that's what we're here to do. You know, we're here to compete. We're here to beat the defense every day uh, until we get to play somebody else. You know, and if. You know, hopefully they don't get us, uh, but if they do, we come back the next day and we get them again. So um, just just that mentality to, to not stop uh, is really, I would say, probably the main goal for all of us as an offense and, and reps together. You know, um, The more reps that we can get with everybody in that huddle, the better I think that we could be. Yeah, what can Jimmy Graham bring to this team? Well, you know, besides the resume and the, the leadership and, you know, Know, who he is in the locker room he's a great guy you know Jimmy was one of the guys Devonte would always talk about you know uh, that he just loved him as a person loved him as a teammate and I didn't even know Jimmy then, you know and then when we signed him uh, you know the very first thing is Jimmy was talking about how much he loved Devonte so I was like okay it's mutual they like each other you know and so um, that was my only impression that I had of him from afar and then yesterday we sat there and talked for 30 minutes and you know, we talked about, you know, Drew, Aaron, Seattle. We talked about different, a whole bunch of different different stuff. And, you know, I had questions for him and, uh, you know, all that stuff, especially the pilot too, you know, flying around and stuff like that. So I had, we just getting to know him, you know, what makes him tick. But when you get around him, you're like, you just want him in the locker room, you know, 
um, his leadership to that tight end room, leadership to everyone on the offense. Uh, he's, you know, he's the first guy. Hey, if you need it, anything said, you tell me and I'll say it. You know, that like he's this that kind of guy. And so um, he reminds me a lot in that aspect of Lee Smith was that kind of leader. Uh, played with Lee um, in Oakland, um, and he was that kind of leader. Whatever you need, I got it. And uh, you know, when you have a guy that has your back like that, it always feels good. Derek, how did he feel uh, filing a, a practice rep, but not against Aaron, but got a completion in Mike Thomas? Oh, it felt great. I think it was good for everybody. Yeah, I think it was good for everybody. Um, you know, to see that, and uh, you know, okay. <laughs> You know, we take a deep breath, and now we now we just work. You know, now we just build off of it, and uh, you know, to, to be able to throw him a ball. You know, uh, I've gotten to throw the football to a lot of a lot of guys with a lot of catches in my career. You know, and he's he's another one that's that's special. Um, you know, he's a great great teammate. He works his butt off, and he's worked really hard to get to where he's at today. And so, uh, I, first thing I say is I'm just proud of him, all the work that he's put in, and what he's endured, and you know the, the injuries and the hardship. But he's fought through it, and he's. He's answered the questions and he's, he's done the work as we all know he would. And so to see him out there run a route, catch a ball, and you know get upfield for a big game, I, I know that that was good for him. But it was it was cool to, for me to see too, just just out of respect for him as a person, you know, just see that work that he's put in. Derek, you and Chris Olave had a nice connection over on the right sideline. How do you feel the kind of how you two are seeing the field together yeah. uh, is, is growing over the course? Yeah, I, th- I feel like now. You know, at first it was like, hey, I see it this way, you see it this way, let's do it like this. And, you know, that was OTAs. And I, I kind of hit on that a little bit during OTAs and minicamp. And, you know, then we put some work in in Vegas together. A group of guys came out and we did that. And, and now it just feels like, you know, he's my wideout and I'm his quarterback, you know, and we're just we're just playing football now. And, uh, of course, there's always going to be things like, hey, I, you know, I thought it was this or maybe do it like that. And there'll be a little stuff like that, but it's not every play. You know, it's not every route. You know, we're just playing football now. Like when he made that break, and the way he did it, the timing of it, I was ready for him, all that. Like that's those are good signs, you know, that it's that it's heading in the right direction. Doesn't do anything for us today, you know, but 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 it is it, it does show that we have, you know, put the work in. He's put the work in, he is uh, he's a sponge man, he just wants to do whatever, you know, I want him to do. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to push him to, you know, you, you be free in some of that too. You know, use what God gave you because I can't do what you do. So uh, you know, to see him run that route and at the right depth and all that kind of stuff, right timing, that just shows that we're heading in the right direction. Derek, it's been a couple of months now with Pete Carmichael. How would you describe your relationship with him and, and maybe how is he different? Like, like, what is like the Pete Carmichael signature that you can see at this point? Oh man, he is the same guy every day. He's just even kill, uh, great personality. It's just when he walks in the room, you can't you can't be in a bad mood, you know? Like Pete is just such a good guy. And, uh, you know, being around him and, and you see, now that I've been around him so much time, you see how smart he is. You know, he just, he's like, hey, they're going to do this, like this, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, wow, it happened just like he said, you know. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys you get around, you know, you know, it's easy in coaching, too, to, you know, long hours, all that, to go like this, you know. But he is like this every day. And that's something that Drew said about him. You know, when I talked to Drew before I signed here. Uh, Drew is like, you're going to love him. He's even kill. He's smart, you know, and all the things that Drew said, he's been all of that. And I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed being around him. I continue to learn from him. Uh, I've been blessed to be around a lot of, you know, really great coaches and smart coaches, and he's another one. Uh, so it's been fun. After being here for a little bit, how do you feel kind of being out in the front of this franchise, the city, the Super Bowl, all these different things. Yeah, now I just feel like a part of the family, you know. Um, 
at first, if I, you know, my, my daughter was running out there today after practice, and she's like, touchdown Raiders. I was like, no, like, <laughs> don't say that anymore. You know? <laughs> um, so it's, it's still, it was still new. You know, it's new for them, obviously. Um, but, but to me, it just feels like home now. You know, this is my home. I'm going to give New Orleans everything that I have. And um, that's physically, mentally, uh, in the community. Um, anything that I can do to help somebody and help us win and bring excitement to the city and, um, you know, help encourage some people in the city, I, I'm going to do it. And, uh, you know, I've set out to do that in Vegas. I'm still doing that in Vegas because I said I would. You know, I'm still working on things there. I'm going to do it here because I, I said I would. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to do everything that I can. Uh, but I'm not going to try and help them win. I'm going to try and help us win. So. That is Saints quarterback Derek Carr. Well, it, it, much is given, much is required, and much is given, $150 million guaranteed. No, much is going to be required. It just comes to the territory. I think Derek Carr is mature enough and able uh, to accept the challenge, you know, different environment. And, um, you know, when you just leave it all out in the field and made a best man win, all those cliches and all that. But the Saints are going to go as far as Derek Carr takes them. That's just the way the game is structured now. You might say the anomaly uh, of that would be like the 49ers. Right. Who are they going to go and miss their irrelevant and they still might get to the Super Bowl? Think about that. And Brock Purdy. Right, it was unbelievable now, what that defense was doing. Now, I heard Brock Purdy's ready to roll. He's <laughs> like back and all of a we'll sudden. We'll see if the magic continues this in year yeah, two for uh, Mr. Uh, Irrelevant. Or are they going with Sam Darnold? <laughs> right. Uh, so you look at their roster. So the, the point being that the quarterback right now definitely would be the case, I think, uh, that you definitely would get probably too much credit you deserve and too much blame you deserve, but. I guess That's he, what happens when you're the yeah. CEO, the leader, the right? top dog. Uh, but, but uh, you know, the Chiefs goes, Pat Mahomes goes. I mean, so you can look exactly. at that and who's the best of the best. But, uh, look, he's going to be under the microscope. Uh, he's going to have a daunting task for the Hudat Nation. Because what does he have to do? He has to return the offense to the glory days of Drew Brees. You know how you never want to be the man to follow the man? Sure. Uh, the Dolphins are still trying to replace Dan Marino. Absolutely. You know, so when you look at that, so I still think that's a case in point that Derek Carr can have success. I can see Derek Carr having success this year and some fans calling in the post game or something like, oh, that was a good game, but uh, – He's still not Drew Brees. Uh, you know, he's, <laughs> no, he won't he, be. He, yeah, he's really good, uh, but he's not Drew Brees. So that's because remember, remember the new greatest show on turf, 2011, even the connection because we brought it up, but like him and Jimmy Graham. Uh, when you well, talk- yeah, you brought up fantasy football. That year, Like I felt like Drew Brees every game was like 300 yards, three TDs guaranteed. And, and, and you thought, like, oh, everybody does this. No. No, no everybody does not do that. Uh, now, for instance, like, uh, you know, with Jimmy Graham. And, you know, that that was like a movie. And what I mean by that, you know, Jimmy Graham played only one year of college football at the U. Oh, they love bringing that up. Yeah, for sure. Only the former basketball yes, player. who played one year yeah. at University of Miami. And it might say, can you catch lightning in a bottle a second time? Because what he did, again, Drew Brees at the helm. I think Derek Carr can also exploit this. Uh, again, I got to wait and see. I don't know what Jimmy Graham's going to do. But from 2011 to 13, that's a big enough sample size. So three seasons, Jimmy Graham had more touchdown receptions 
that being 36 than any other NFL player. Anybody. Okay, anybody. A receiver, anybody. 36 touchdowns. That was more touchdowns than anybody in the National Football League for three seasons. Despite playing, to show you the impact of Jimmy Graham, despite playing only five seasons with the Saints, Jimmy Graham still has more receiving yards than any other tight end in franchise history, right under 5,000 yards. I don't know. I don't know what Jimmy Graham got left in the tank, uh, but but I'm thinking he has something. Are they going to give him an opportunity? (laughs) Steve, even if he's like just contributes when he was at his bets, uh, you know, when he was like, man, he's a, who's better, him or Gronkowski? Remember those talks and all that? And, for sure, right. Uh, all pro and all that. He wanted, you know, he was looking for one. Because <laughs> he was putting up wide receiving uh, numbers and leading the whole National Football League in touchdowns over three seasons. So I don't blame him. Like, oh, man, you should pay me like a wide receiver, not a tight end. But then when you look at it, how he's going to contribute this season if he makes the team a tight end, can he just do half of that? You know, you just cut, like, uh, the touchdowns in half. Okay, so let's say you get a half a dozen touchdowns. So let's say instead of 90-plus catches, so what if you get 45? Okay, I'm, uh, I'm liking that, right? So what all of a sudden, uh, that you're not 1,100 yards, but let's say you have uh, 475 to 600 or somewhere around there. I would definitely so, so take th- all of those. Yeah, <laughs> yes, because you're helping the team win. And, and being highly successful. Speaking of Jimmy Graham, we got Longshoreman on the line that wants to make a comment. Uh, you can give us a call on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talking Text Line, 504-260-1870. Longshoreman, what you got for us? What's up, my brothers? How y'all doing, man? Who that? Who that? Yeah. Who that, Longshoreman? It's here. The season <laughs> is here. Well, Bobby, you, you know, you know, you kind of know that when you start hearing from me, that it's kind of getting kicked in, right? <laughs> right. Amen. 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 <laughs> But Amen. you know, you Football know, I call in. Now, I still like to call in once in a while, and I got to stay in touch with my buddies. Um, but no, Bobby, I sure appreciated me and me and Charlie were having this conversation off the air a little while ago. I said, look, if these these guys that were calling in and texting in, saying like, oh, you know, Jimmy Graham, you know, that was in, and he can't do that now. But look, we're not like you just said. We're not looking for him to light up the, uh, you right. know, light up the world. Uh, you know, we just need him to go out there and, and, and contribute if he can do half of what he did. But Bobby, you know what I wanted you to pull up. And I know you. I know. I know you're the numbers guy. I was kind of interested in knowing what the percentage was when him and Drew Brees would connect in the red zone for a touchdown versus uh, incomplete pass. So what was the his percentage? What was that percentage of where well, it was just flat? I was a touchdown when he targeted. When, right. Right. Uh, Jimmy Graham was targeted. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, the red zone, uh, boy, if you can have the combination just in the red zone where you're not having to settle for field goals and you get touchdowns. Right, uh, right. That, uh, the combination of Michael Thomas or, like, uh, uh, Jimmy Graham, uh, uh, that, that yeah. might be a good homework assignment for Steve or, or, or Charlie because uh, – Yeah, yeah, let's check that out, and I'm going to listen the rest of the way uh, to, to the house and see what, if y'all can come up with well, that. Well, and, and, I said that. This, and I said this yesterday, Longshoreman, I'm telling you, I have never witnessed this, and I've watched a lot of football, played a lot of football, but also watched a lot of football. I have never witnessed, if you could stop a play how it's developing and Drew Brees is throwing the ball, and I'm thinking, I've never said this again. Maybe you see a play now and then, but not on a consistent level. I said there's no way that Drew Brees could say Jimmy Graham's open right there where he's throwing the ball, and he would throw him open. (laughs) I mean, the DB's thinking, I got great coverage. How in the hell did they completed this against me? 
whether it be like an alley-oop or like a back shoulder down no, the with seam. with his leaping ability and that he wasn't afraid at all to go up there and stretch to the max, and Drew just placed it always perfectly no, I mean, for I, him, I, man. I'm telling you, it's like he, he, there's no way he was open. And like, hey, uh, Bobby, uh, I, so I, Drew Brees had the confidence to, to, to throw him open, and it was a touchdown. Go ahead, Longshoreman. I got I, look. I got another important question. Now you're gonna think I'm crazy here, but have y'all heard from uh, Jimmy from Gretna today? Well, no. Yeah, we heard from him yesterday. I think I, I don't think uh, he's always well, telling us about the concert scene. I know that. I, look, I heard that he he said he was going to the Shania Twain concert with his with his wife. So I wanted to make sure he survived that. So I just was kind of hoping that y'all had heard from Jimmy from Gretna to make sure he didn't get in any trouble at the Shania Queen Queen concert. It is kind of weird we haven't heard from Jimmy yet. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so so Long Shoreman, so so you know something something we don't know or what? I don't know about Jimmy. Well, you know, all that scenery that was there, because I'm sure there was a lot of beautiful ladies at that concert. He might have got a pop knot put on his head for looking around too much. Oh, so his old lady checked him. Uh, (laughs) Jimmy's going to have to call in and clear all this up now. (laughs) Right, right. I'm sure he's listening. All right. I hope he's okay. I hope he survived that concert. All right. All right, Longshoreman. Take care, Longshoreman. Yeah, see, the, se- the season, man, brother. I'll be, I'll be listening in. The season's here, and I, I know I always look forward. Uh, I know you always call. We had the slipper uh, for the second guest. Uh, th- th- those are the shows that are special, and the Who That Nation appreciate. You know, like the point after. Okay, they just witnessed what happened. Whether positive or negative, even the, either they bitching or they excited about the team, and then the second guest. <laughs> what was Dennis Allen thinking? What was Pete Carmichael? What kind of play is that? You know, that, that, that's, I enjoy doing those shows. All I know is Dennis Allen's a man of the players now. He's running with them, Bobby. Hey, uh, uh, as we go to the break, let me tell you, Longshoreman, you'll like this, all the Who That Nation. Dennis, uh, uh, Dennis showed a lot of emotion today. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? All of a sudden, they went Hainer, and it's like even the third group, the offensive line, I want to say they jumped offside like a false start. He was very demanding. He says, I'm not going to curse, but he said, GD, uh, <laughs> like, get your butt back, back in, in the huddle. Oh, yeah. Get back in the huddle. Oh, then he was loud and boisterous. He wasn't just like, I ah, just let it slide. No, he said, no, because if you jump offside, you have a false start. Or does your play have a chance to work? <clears throat> no. No, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Get back in the huddle. You know, he was. I, I like to see that kind of passion from Coach Allen. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 